Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 140. As always, I'm in the booth with the big three. Michael, the show, Pirelli. Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela. And I am Dave, the body, Regina. Michael's banging his head on the, on the microphone before. We were talking about lack of sleep, uh, which is a, um, uh, it's, it's a real, for lack of a better word, shitty, shitty thing that happens, right? <laughs> Part of it, too, was my uh, fidgeting. I'm trying to fidget more because it burns more cows. <laughs> I'm back on the burning cows. I'm trying train. to fidget more. I've yeah. never heard that. you never heard that? I'm, I'm trying to fidget well, more? Well, ne- neat, right? What's neat? The Neat? Yeah, you know, what's that stand for? Do you know? I neat? forget. It's um, non-exercise activity something. Non. Does anyone know what neat is? I'll anyway, it. Comment it's, below. It's basically you burn the majority of your calories when you're not working out. You should work out. But throughout your day... Because it's a much bigger portion, mm. percentage-wise, if you stay active, you burn way more calories just going about your day. Mm. Well, if you have good habits, right? Yes, if right. you shit habits, you're not doing it. That's true. Right? So like gotcha. Marshall's yesterday, I was looking for some... I, I love Marshall's, right? Catch I mean, it's good. not the best, but sometimes you catch good a deal, deal right? Know? Very rare they have my size. We're... I mean, maybe not you. You're a freak. Um, <laughs> no offense. But like you're unique, right? A Taylor's worst nightmare. <laughs> We've talked about this. You're unique. For me, I'm very generic- Size wise, like how many guys do you know that are six two ish? Like, you know, about two twenty, right? Two fifteen, a ton. Like, it's a very average height. Shoe okay, size, Michael, very average. Michael, you just said average. <clears throat> six two is not average height, and a size thirteen shoe or twelve shoe is not average for people buying clothes. I am. I have a short torso. Pardon my ooh, the whistle. I have a short torso, so I'm in more of like the five. 10 range for like clothing <laughs> but my arms are long yes so i hate fashion because nothing fits right because gotcha. either the the shoulders are good but then the sleeves i look like Wee herman right but if you just wear it with confidence and nobody it, knows that's you know fine but i know it looks terrible you know what i mean so like i'm aware of it so i'm like ah, oh, this this sport coat just doesn't fit yeah. and part of it is yes i've shrunk clothes i know dana shrunk clothes my parents have shrunk. everyone shrunk clothes. i I can't not shrink clothes, and then the nice clothes I get, I fluctuate in weight too much. So it's right. been a love affair with these friggin' clothes that I can't get a hold of because I just want nice, crisp white shirts. I want some nice sport coats and some nice pants and not to think about it yep. and stress out about like what matches with what. Because you have go-to outfits, as we know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, hey, hey, Mike, never forget. It's all about wearing it with confidence. That's right. I disagree. That, I disagree. That's, that's no, verbatim. I've right seen there. some. Uh, honestly, that's verbatim. Can we believe that? I've seen some assholes wearing clothes <laughs> and, and like, be like, "Went right over his." By the way, you look like shit. Went right over his head. No, no it didn't go over him. my head. I'm not talking about him. Oh, oh. oh. But speaking of that, though, <laughs> CV mentioned another one yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good one." I didn't know that. So I've always, always, I'm like, "Man, stop eavesdropping on me." Ooh, yep. But it's That's Eve. not it. That's Eve not it. Uh, that should be a segment. That's not CV it. Is, CV's, <laughs> CV is the. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> CV is the big intellect. Yeah. Honestly, because <laughs> I literally, I mean, I don't know how long for well, thirty three years now. I've been, uh, I've been eavesdropping on Mother. Yeah, don't get it twisted though. <laughs> for a while, I would, I, I didn't know what it was, you know, yeah, until yeah. somebody corrects me, like, oh. 
Yeah, but when you said that the other day, I was like, wow, I really deliver with confidence. Like, I correct you because we're friends and, like, I think it's funny, but I will never correct someone. Oh, I look at people like they're stupid. Oh, all the time. I don't correct them. All the time. I mean, honestly, when people talk sometimes, I'm like, what? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. But then I do the same thing, but I just I just keep going. Yeah. You know? I like, if you just, just don't even it. acknowledge it, you just keep going. It's, I think that's the skill. When people throw words out I don't know, I yeah. kind of like think and I'm like, should I ask him what mm. that means or just Google it? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to Google it while we're talking right, right. and get it. Something ironic happened today. Dude at the gym spoke to me. Oh, another one. And- <laughs> Who's hitting on you now? <laughs> no, it wasn't hitting on me, but he said, yo, man, you know, um, how's the podcast going? I said, great. I'm actually headed over there now. And he's like, how long did it take you to get comfortable in front of like the camera and a microphone? I'm like, honestly, I don't even think we're still comfortable. Uh, we're at 140 episodes in, but yeah. I think we just you just go with confidence, right? Yeah. Just fake it, man. You Amen. Know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think when you I, and I was explaining to him because he, he, he's a younger dude. He's like 24 ish. And um, he was saying that he wants to, you know, start doing some content, but he's super embarrassed of like, mm. you know, the camera and his. And he said, his, "There's nobody there recording, but he just has a light, he yeah. has the phone on a on a tripod or whatever." Um, and I told him, obviously, it's just repetition. Did you tell him what I tell people? No one cares. No one just, cares. Just put it up. No <laughs> yeah. No one cares. No one listens to you. Um, no. So I, I mean, I basically told him, listen. Obviously, through repetition, you get better. But what we like is it also fits in with our careers. Yes. Right. So it, yeah. it's just a skill complimentary. Set that's, right. That's it's not. That's it's not eff- there's effort, but it's not um, like what's a good word? It's cohesive with everything. Right. Yeah. It's like in our wheelhouse. We're yes. not talking about like you know fitness and we never work out type of thing. <laughs> I mean, some oh, of us. Oh man. Um, Yo, man, I missed you, Marky. So Marky and I went My to um, <laughs> we went to uh, the cigar lounge on the west side. Oh, so uh, that was a lounge. Well, it's it's called Merchant's Cigar Bar. Great recommendation, by the way. Upper yeah. West Side, New York City. Tell him Dave um, saying it. That's right. Tell him tell him Dave smoked it. They're gonna be like, who? <laughs> that's the best. Uh, no, they're gonna know hit. me. I, I rolled in with a nice mink. Oh. Nice mink. Well, that's actually genius because nice you're mink. like, um, you ever watch American Gangster? I know you're not a movie guy. Uh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, oh, you no, did. I haven't seen. But that. he gets that's he he. Frank White, he he gets found out because he's rocking minks around town. Wow. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. So they, yeah, the, as soon as we walked in, they were like, you know, there's a two hour time limit. Um, Excuse what? me? Right. If I, I walk into a place <laughs> and you give a time limit to me and they were not in COVID times, I'm leaving. <laughs> well, were you pissed? Because it's a small. Did you, say you know who I am? Well, it's a smaller lounge. So then hour two came by and they were like, hey, you guys like finishing up? I'm like, oh, I got half a stogie left. I'll probably be here another <laughs> Dave hour. Dave lights and a new one. <laughs> I'll probably be here another hour and a half. Like, they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just he, he has a freaking massive. Uh... <laughs> we literally had a 730 reservation. We didn't leave till 11. <laughs> he lights but, a Churchill. But it's very. But fun. if you're spending money. <laughs> that was my thing. What are we doing? Good prices, though, too, man. They had this Macallan flight, which was three different Macallans, yeah. right, which is my favorite scotch. They had a Macallan 12, a Macallan 15, and a Macallan 18 for 50 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. Three, you know, it's, it's uh, what, one ounce pours, one, one and a half ounce pours, I guess? Yeah. Um, but those are expensive liquors. And then they had a tequila one, too, which was great. Brother Bill um, loves good tequila flight. Ooh, Fun fact. But they're, uh, yeah, the prices, I, I really recommend that spot. Make the reservation, though, in advance. And if they tell you two hours, just stay an extra hour and a half because they didn't say anything, though. So Yeah. And there was a line out the door. <laughs> that's hilarious. And they're all looking at you. And I'm they're like, like, that's my main. You know, what, know. you know what was happening behind the scenes? What? The bouncer's like, you want to go talk to him? No, you talk to him. I'm not doing that tonight. You see how big that dude is? How much do you think he benches? Six donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right. Talk to me about Johnny Bonesy Jonesy. Oh, unbelievable! That was I once. I'm not gonna lie. I want a little little bread. Did you th- Yo, put so money on it that night? I was gonna bet on it, but that night 
I was a little feeling a little nice. That's the best time to so bet. I know. So I had already made my bet, right? Isn't bet like and I went, I went John Jones by submission. Ah, How almost, mad would you be if he grabbed and pounded him that. into, into oh, oblivion? Oh, that would have sucked. So anyway, I take Mark's phone because Mark he loves you know a little sports bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I saw him looking, and I said, "John Bones Jones by submission." Yep. And he was like, "How much?" I'm like, "All of Here it. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go." And he was like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I did it, and I just feel really, really good about it." Then the next morning, I wake up. I saw Drake put like a. $2.5 million bet in on the same thing. So I'm like, oh, we're good. Uh, By submission, though. Yeah, but he's got a he's got a, um, a curse, usually, <clears throat> with oh, UFC. Drake? Yeah. No, he's pretty good. No, he, he's pretty good. Lately. On stakes. Yeah, because that's his promotion. Right. Genius. He's one of the best at that. He just kind of does stuff. Casually betting a couple milli. But for him, it's nothing. And then stake gets all his promotion. It's genius. Yeah, it is. And he gets paid out anyway. They probably give him the money to bet. Yep. Yeah, no, good free fight, promotion. man. And did you see that? Um, well, it's not free, but. Uh, he hired David Goggins actually to uh, to train with him. Too. So here's my dope. thing with Jones. He's, <laughs> I think he's full of it. Really? I think he's full of it. Yeah. But what, what do you mean? I mean, his history is so checkered. I'm not saying people can't change, mm-hmm. but the way he talks about stuff, it just looks fake. I don't yeah, know if yeah. it's the way you know how it's I like. It seems too rehearsed. Yes. You know how people um, criticize like um, like Jeter. Yes. Like he's too perfect. He's not too perfect, but the way he came back and it's all about like, no, I'm humble now, this and that. Where yeah. originally he was, I personally like the people with the edge and the people who have the uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Like, just be yourself. I know it's not healthy for him, but entertainment wise, when someone comes up and they're not cordial and they're yep. talking shit to people, yes. that's what I like. You like that? Like, I like the drama of the fighting and the guy saying, listen, I'm going to take you down and I'm going to submit you because mm-hmm. you're weak. He did a little bit. He used to do that a lot. Well, he did yeah. in the post conference. Right. He, um, Stipe Miocic, which is just like a man's he's, man, firefighter. He's a beast. He's a, <laughs> he's beast. a beast. Like, he said, I hope you're in the, in the gym training and stop, and, you know, yeah. quit being a fireman because you're going to need it. And I, lo- I love that. Like, <laughs> You're a fireman out. too, aren't you? And then, um, <laughs> and I, I'm a fireman. And Ganu tweeted something like, uh, "Like good too. win, Imagine Johnny Jones." By him, oh. I think I think Jones would beat him up though because they'll just take him down, submit him. I don't know. I don't know. You get one kick by Ganu, it's it's over. Well, punch too. Like, he'll put yeah. you into but another still, universe. But still, these these legs. I love. I'm really fearful of these legs. When I look at these legs. Oh yeah. And if I were to see one of those coming right at my nose. Yeah. I, I might just fall out myself. <laughs> I'm it's, not trying to get kicked by those. I have to say, it's probably the most entertaining thing. Like, I'd rather watch UFC than probably any sporting event, just yeah. because you can have two no names, and it'd be worth a watch because right. it's a crazy fight mm-hmm. or like someone pulls a crazy move. You know? Yeah. Like you can have it on the background of party, and then someone catches your eyes, and it makes it so I don't yeah. know. It's bad. I mean, it's not healthy. These people, are, <laughs> when they lose, it's not good. I know. I know. Um, yeah. No, tough sport. Do you think I, you I ever like... do a UFC fight? Uh, actual fight like, like that? Yeah, like a no, real. I can't. I can't afford to have my nose any more crooked than it is. It might knock you know? it straight. It might, it might knock it straight. Yeah. Actually, it might be free uh, <laughs> a nose job. <laughs> Imagine that was your nickname, Dave. The, <laughs> the nose, nose job. job. <laughs> Regina. Um, oh my god. So yeah, no, I I enjoyed. It. I fell asleep though. I didn't watch it live because it's just it's yeah. late. Yeah. No, I had it on my iPad. I was like, and then he he knocked him out. I just saw the um the replays. Yeah. It was quick. I, I also thought the uh, yeah round one. I wasn't expecting. Cyril Gan was defeated before I even got mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. What I like about betting on the UFC, and I'm not saying I do it, or but I think there's an opportunity to figure out people's psychology. And yes. if you watch all the lead up stuff, in hindsight, when you watch it, it's very clear that like Gan was just happy to be there, mm-hmm. and he wasn't trying to win the fight, and he was way too like gave him too much credit, and you know, it, I, this could be all false, but you would think you can kind of see trends. You know, if people are at the weigh-ins and they're super quiet or, like, they can't make eye contact with yes. the guy, 
Like, I think there's some psychology that you could dive into and mm-hmm. then get an edge on the betting. Well, I think that's why I was smart by by Jones because he brought in Goggins to do that piece. And the he, I mean, Jones it. doesn't need that. You know, I think he's already been at that stage. Yeah, it's you know, impressive how times. humble he is. But that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I think other things probably have gone on in his life that he hasn't shared that caused that. Yeah. Um, but I think that was genius, man. You hire somebody like David Goggins to be on your in your camp. Uh, did you wild. see? Did you see the reaction of, of Goggins when he knocked yeah, him out? Wild. That was pretty cool behind Rogan. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, you know what's scary? Thought if Goggins ever gotten to UFC, fight. <laughs> yeah, I know he'd probably get fucked up though. Yeah, he'd probably yeah, get tapped right. out, but he'd keep going. Yeah, 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 it's not over. It's not over, son. Speak, you don't know me. Speaking of it's Rogan, like David, you lost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, losing the mentality. I'm story. winning. He just but knocked out Rogan. I did it with. Uh, I did it with real confidence. What did I tell you about this with Rogan? No, so I, I, I had met, yeah, I was talking to somebody about the podcast, Joe Rogan. and I was on my way to record a podcast, and they're like, "Oh, whose podcast?" I'm like, "Joe Rogan's," and they were like, oh, "I knew Incredible. you were gonna like Incredible. finally get there," and I'm like, "Wait, did you really think that I was being serious about Joe Rogan?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. He's had people on that have followings but are very obscure. Yes, and he's just interested yep. in it. Mm-hmm. So maybe he sees us like building our outdoor bars, and he's like, "Ah, oh, well, let me see." Or he's like, "That guy has a crooked nose. Let's talk <laughs> to him." What the hell happened in his life that's nose so crooked? <laughs> or he mistakes you for someone? You get on? Yeah. That'd be pretty funny. Very funny. Um, uh, what else was interesting this week, man? Um, oh, Callie tried a hot wing. That was hilarious. I saw that. That was actually funny. But she, you know. I, and I know Livy's the same way right now. They think they could do any and everything, and they they have extreme confidence. So Callie's like, she didn't realize that I was taking the hot piece off, right, like the skin, and mm-hmm. then I was giving her the chicken, and she was like, I like it, I like it. So she was eating that piece. Yeah. And it wasn't hot. She was dipping it in the blue cheese, but I was taking the skin off. Mm-hmm. Right. So then she's like, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Don't break it. Don't break it. I'm yeah. like- here you go, girl. Pull yeah. my phone out. Let's yeah. get this reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the reaction was very it, funny. It is priceless. <laughs> I, the what's a good word? Their uh, like zest for life. Like everything is theirs, or they want this. They want that. It's so funny because clearly everything's starting to click. Yes. So they're just overwhelmed with excitement, yep. and that's why I think they have those like high and lows. Yeah. Because they just get so fired up about everything. Right. It's right, hilarious. Right. It's very funny to watch. It is. It is good. Um, I saw your 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 hole in your backyard is looking good. Is it looking good? Yeah, yeah, it's looking good. Uh, listen, <laughs> home home, Miguel. I, the best is I'm tagging like my Sistine Chapel, and people are responding like, "What is it?" What is and I'm like, "What do you mean? What is it? It's clearly I, the best." Now you're like bar. when you're like visualizing. And it's a, it's a plot of land with a nice fence. I like the fence, though. I'm serious. It's, it looks good. So being, uh, let's go right. I've been forced to get more creative and do things more on my own because of the lack of money to throw around because <laughs> of starting these new ventures, right? I was going to figure out how you're going to say that. But basically, you were saying like, all right, because I'm broke right yeah. now, well, you know, I need to- <laughs> Here's the thought. You can't rationalize- good dumping a ton of money into like yes. an outdoor bar when you have all these other things you got to take care of as right. far as like the business, the house, Family, all, yeah. you know, we don't have TVs in certain rooms because I'm too stubborn to like go out and buy one. Yep. So I can't rationalize myself of, yeah, I'm still spending money on the bar, but not Put crazy. Put an iPad enough. on the wall, call it yeah. a TV. <laughs> take a tablet. That's what I do. Know what I'm That's what I do. Small one, but it's TV. Right. Every, any, any screen's really a TV. Absolutely. You, you mount it, right? It's just a phone, just <laughs> TV time. Um, no, but it's progress. It's slow and steady. Um, when spring rolls around, I'm looking to make a nice push. I am a little conscious of like being out there and the neighbors see me because they've made a couple of comments where I'm like kind of dissecting it. Like she said, oh, one of the neighbors is like, oh, so many fences. What are you doing? And I didn't know what she meant. And then the husband was like, you ever need help with anything? Which sometimes mean like, I don't want you to do it or I want to see what you're doing. So part of me is like, mind your own business. You know, let me do what I want over here. 
Huh? Drive by? No, they're in my backyard. No, but you want me to do nice. a drive by? I don't want to kill them. No, you know? I'll come out with a mink on. Yeah, I don't want to scare them to death. I'll do the mink. Hey, don't talk to Mikey. All right. Yeah, yeah. But no, they're very nice. And uh, but that's why the privacy fence is going up because they ripped out a bunch of bushes, and I no longer have any privacy, which is fine. They they put in some other ones that should grow in like five ten years. I don't have five, <laughs> five ten, ten years. years. You know? <laughs> but I don't have five ten years, yeah. right? Like this bar's got to go up. Meow. <laughs> um, stoicism. It's playing in my head. Trying to be more patient, but one of their big sayings is like, you could be great today, yet you choose to be good tomorrow. And that keeps rerunning in my head whenever I try to procrastinate now. Mm-hmm. I was certain things I procrastinate where they're not like mandatory, but even like not doing something tonight and doing it in the morning, now I keep hearing that and it's annoying me, but I think it's been effective. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw. So one of the DMs actually said, wow, he's such a stoic because I took a clip. Me that or you? You. you that you prefaced. That's good clipping. Every, every, every episode yeah. you say stoicism. Yeah. And then you like get into uh, a theory. But, yeah. So I cut where you said stoicism and I basically made it seem like it's your theory. Oh. Right. And I nice. posted it as a clip. And somebody yeah. was like, wow, he's such a stoic. But I don't know if they're fucking with me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, like, they definitely are. They know, they know what, what I did. I assume now everyone's sarcastic. Yeah, Because yeah. then you, you know, because yeah. I'm like, like good probably podcast. sarcastic. Yeah, you know, it's terrible. Is yes. That 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, so we talked about last time, but like, I'm adopting, and this kind of goes with the theme, I'm adopting um, Ryan Holiday as my therapist slash philosophy coach. So now- He doesn't know it though. Not right? only- Oh, he knows. He because knows I'm, I'm all up in those DMs. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. So I will- he, as if I would call someone to consult, I now tee up a video mm-hmm. if I need a little reset throughout yep. the day. And he's got these short clips, which are like, you know, five minutes long, where it doesn't ruin your whole, you don't get out of your groove. You just kind of reset and then get back to the next thing. So I found it very helpful in addition to starting the day with him, checking in with him if I get a little overwhelmed or off task. Yep. And then in addition, I've started to listen to his audiobooks. Uh, his first one, I'm di- I've read The Obstacles of the Way, which is good. It's basically the mindset of like challenges are only their gifts to get you to be better because if you don't have any type of challenge, you don't have the opportunity to get better. Mm-hmm. If it's too easy, you're not going to get as good, right? If you're playing basketball against a team and you're blowing them out by 20 every week, you're going to get worse. So that's been that was a good book. And now this one I'm listening to is called Ego is the Enemy. Mm. Um, and it's been pretty good. It's, again, talking about how you have to be a student at all times and not think, even if you are superior in knowledge of a subject, the other person always has something to provide. Yes. And if you're thinking it, thinking of it more as learning versus um, – like if you if you have the lens of every day you're trying to just learn and just try to learn things and improve, mm-hmm. then it gets a lot easier versus if you're thinking like I have everything figured out and now I'm defending that I have everything figured out. Yes. Does that makes sense. Yeah, that's great great point. Good recommendation too on the on the books. Yeah. It's it's on YouTube um, for free if you just Google. Seriously, no, no, I think I think people should take advantage of that stuff because it's been it's been very powerful in, in my life. Um you know, just throwing some literally the second that I wake up though. You know, I just throw something in the ear and you go about your your morning routine, but you just have something playing in your ear um, and you don't have to get anything. You know, do what you want to do. Not not maybe what Mike wants to do, what, what Dave wants to do, do what works You know, for you. Mind pollution is a real thing. What is it? Mind pollution. Mind pollution. Mind right. Pollution. Like, you know, noise pollution. Yes. Like how they talk yeah. about that. I've been very conscious lately of like you go into an office and you're being with someone and on the TV is the news and you get hit with like negative info. Mm-hmm. And then you put on the radio for a second. You get hit with more negative info. And then one of your friends hits you with like, Do you, can you believe this? You know, and a, a notice pops up. So I've been real conscious of like 
trying to manage the input and try to control it by overwhelming with positive input or at least stuff that I want to know about versus just what everyone else wants me to know about. Genius, yeah. Which is, you don't want to be naive to the point where you don't know what's going on in general, but I think 90% of the stuff that we consume throughout the day, you don't really need to know. Right. Um, yeah, another another good hack, though, with that stuff, because it can get overwhelming. And I used to take the wrong approach where I would try to consume everything. Yeah. You know, like I'm consuming everything and then trying to, like, articulate it back. Like, really, all I need to do now, and this is a focus of mine, is if I listen to, you know, 28 minutes of Joel in the morning, I need one sentence. One takeaway. That's it. I oh. strive for one takeaway. And think about that. That compounded over time, right? Seven takeaways on a week is pretty damn good versus me just trying to listen in and trying to like take everything in. Now the focus is listen to the message. Yeah. Try to hone in on one thing that you can take away from it versus taking the entire thing, you know? Yeah. And not having too many conflicting coaches or yes. influences or kind of, I'm not saying you have to stay with the person forever, but like, consciously thinking about all right well my philosophy now i'm going to kind of follow what ryan holiday does because mm-hmm. i like his approach and yes. i like how, what he's built yeah you know i like this fitness influencer i like how they go about their life i'm going to follow them specifically you like the way he does pull-ups he's not for me that guy <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah like i've ran into the issue of watching like a big boy who's all about just heavy weight and just like a lifestyle of not unhealthy but it's not like the most refined right. and then i've watched like sea bum where it's completely different. and then another guy was a boxer and i'm like i need to kind of figure out my lane <laughs> you know because i like it all i know i know that's very you though yeah it's very you just consume yeah. it all and then one day you're a boxer the next day you're a golfer 100 it's very funny mm-hmm. <laughs> well that, i was literally gonna say yeah, yeah. so this year i've been pretty good about staying on i mean ac's my trainer right i got my ph- philosophical coach in ryan holiday and then for the real estate side, I follow um, bigger po- a couple real estate. You can do a couple because there's so many different avenues. Mm-hmm. But I do bigger pockets. This kid Tyler Cobble who does commercial, and then uh, this other guy who does commercial. So it's like three guys. Right. So I've been really conscious of like not getting too excited and all over the place, and very thoughtful of all right. Well, I have a really big vision for things, but I can't get wrapped up in the vision and ahead of myself and put the cart before the horse in kind of promoting all this stuff before I figured it out. It's a good one. Put You've never cart, heard that saying? Put the cart before the horse. Yeah. Yeah, very good, Michael. I am the horse, if you're wondering. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, so that's been, it's been big growth, big yeah. growth coming along. Speaking of growth, CV. Tell me where we get that protein. No, 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 not yet. Not that was good, yet. though. That was not good, yet, yeah. Not yet, though. We ain't going to Shoulders? We got a big... Oh, you're asking Where do we get the protein? We had a big... No, no, before we get to the protein. What treadmill do you use? The big because update. I think you got to shout it out, because if you're a four and a half to five and a walk on this yeah. thing, it must be of the highest caliber. Right, right. What no, kind so of treadmill hit us with a text message. Um, when was that? A couple couple days ago? Friday. Uh, yeah, Friday. Yeah, so t- tell us about the uh, the update, man. And take this camera off of me. My chest is looking, you know. Put it on both of us. Thank you. Um, the oh. update. Ooh, what's oh, what's out of focus? Whoa, 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 Could mean there's a ghost in the room. Yeah, that's true. I've watched that's a true. lot of uh, ghost hunting stuff. Uh, so yeah, the update was there was a pound loss. Okay, okay, clap it up, clap it up, everybody, clap it up. Let's go, let's go. Is that a good question? That is good. Definitely not my calves. Okay, that's good. That was a jab right back. I had I had him with a soft faint, and he just knocked me out with a hook. That hurts, CB. Oh, sorry. I apologize. It's okay. So I'm one pound loss, Proggy. Uh, one pound that's, loss. That's At Proggy. least it's in the right direction. Um, 
And that's you don't really sound very enthused. Good. Yeah, really. Uh-huh. I don't know. That text so the, message, I mean, it's very, he's very funny. So, because when he gets when he gets going, sounds similar. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys get spirits. hyped. You guys get extremely Short hyped. story. I had a, a I had a bad night. I I didn't really sleep, so I'm super groggy. I apologize. The energy is not 100 percent there. I even had cold coffee. That's because I. My coffee got cold. That's it's how a cold bad. shower season. We, we don't have one of these yeti spaghetti. Cold shower. Well, it was the morning thing. I don't know. <laughs> I was not working very well. But there was a lot. I didn't even work. I punted today. I didn't even work out. Ooh, don't point. Was, you can't point at me and say punt anymore because I, I, I don't punt anymore. I was, my my hand gestures, you know, were getting, it's killing me right now. You know, ahead of me. Um, so I'm hoping to get back All on right, it. So we're tomorrow. pound down though. Yeah, I mean, sounds positive. I mean, the eating. So this is what I did change. Um, here was the excitement. There was a change. Um. Because I know that prior to that conversation that we had, I was still eating somewhat decent. I think I said 60-40. Um, I was still working out every single day, so that was still positive. Um, the intensity of my workouts were still pretty high, but you know the weight had been coming on. So obviously my eating in the 40% was probably not good at all. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So that's what I changed. I started prepping my dinners, or I shouldn't say I, my wife, my beautiful wife. Shout so out. I, you know, shout, big out. Big right. shout out. Uh, so she's prepped the. the I saw her the other lunches. day. Lunches, yeah, she told yeah, me. She looked good. Uh, she, she she looks better than sixty forty. I must say, <laughs> she's doing. I, she's I way better than me. I think when I tell you my forty is bad, my forty is bad, bad, bad. Um, so I've I don't I've tried not to snack anymore at night. So it's just my prep dinners, which is controlled. And at the end of the day, it's all about the portion control. Mm-hmm. Um, so that thing that was the 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 what you know helped the one pound loss. The weekend wasn't as great because, as always, the weekend brings exciting things, and with exciting things comes exciting food, and you know, it's <laughs> great saying. Very funny. With exciting things yeah. come exciting food. Well, now I gotta ask Go though before we get too into this, I was curious because I found a couple sauces and like hack things okay. that I think are really helpful to people, and take me took me a long time to get to them mm-hmm. because you, there's a lot of junk you have to sift through. That's yeah. like. They mark it as healthy, but it's not really healthy. Like Dave's you know? Killer Bread. Remember that one? <laughs> yeah. It literally like will kill you. It was no. a wreck. Do you remember that debacle? <laughs> yeah. I was like, was yeah, like, wait, I this bread these, sucks. I mean, these uh, bagels, they're great for you, this and that. And I'm like, this has more calories. <laughs> um, Good name, though. So like for you guys, are, I'm going to I'm gonna share two, and then I'm just curious. If there's like your top, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with a third, because okay. there's three staples that I swear by now that are like, yes, maybe it's not perfect for a diet, but mm-hmm. it's- it's something that when you incorporate it, the ease of use of it, I think helps with retention more than anything, which is the ultimate yeah. goal. Retention anyway. of the habit? Of the habit, the okay. diet, the the I way, like the okay. lifestyle. So sugar-free ta- teriyaki from GU's to marinate and then top chicken. Can't go crazy, but it's like five calories for like two teaspoons. So it's like mm-hmm. very reasonable. I would have to see the other ingredients. In well, I'm going to show you. I, I don't have the ingredients on me, but that's GU. See a picture of him. He's trustworthy. Yes. Oh, no, no. I like him. You know him? I like him. You know him? He actually reposted us one time because I tagged him in Young one G? of our stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll post this too. Good and guy. then uh, sriracha hot sauce from, so it's not the actual sriracha. It's the sriracha that's like the, the knockoff. So it's Sriracha I don't know from Chinatown, basically. Basically, but you sriracha just in general is like an unbelievable hack. You throw it on chicken thighs; it's yep. incredible. Very good. And then I will say chicken thighs is one of my biggest things because I don't love chicken breasts, and I fought through it before. But you can make chicken thighs ahead of time, and then when you reheat it in like an air fryer, it's still juicy, which has been big. Yes, that's good. And if you cook stuff with like a base of even just everything sriracha chicken prep, you can use the sugar-free teriyaki like to switch up the taste a little bit, mm. and it's just hot. 
teriyaki. That's good. So it's been a nice like t- twist. The last one I'll share is there's Joseph's pita bread, which is basically 60 calories for six grams of protein. It's a lot of fiber. They have different stuff. So there's some that aren't that good in the ratios, and but you need to get the flax whole wheat one. And it tastes very similar to a pita. And it's something that like, if I want a little something, a little energy before a workout, I'll just hammer, hammer a pita. It's 60 calories. That's good. And yeah. it just feels like you're eating something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll throw a little honey on it to give mm-hmm. me a little like treat. It's yep. a little sweet. Um, and I've used it instead of like, if I'm going to have a taco night, and instead of having my rice on the side, I'll just have a couple pita breads as like a taco. Unbelievable. Good it's very Rikis, versatile. Man. You I, like that? That's very good. I Those like are that. my, because I was thinking Those today, your it's taken me, how long have I been on this podcast? Just bullshit about that. <laughs> how many are three years? Three years. Yeah, yeah. And there's been- thousand calorie kids. And there's not a lot of things that stuck along, yeah. right? My abs have disappeared for a little bit. <laughs> the calves are completely gone. But the Joseph's flatbread, the GU's teriyaki, and the sriracha hot sauce are still with me, baby. Those are good. I like We're it. like the Jackson 5. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and chicken thighs. I can't, well, so I, you lost me halfway through because as soon as my man said chicken thighs, I'm thinking to myself, well, you are what you eat. Chicken thighs. <laughs> you are what you eat. You got well, You got to hit that at that time. That was, that's right? Perfect. I know, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Because you were you were really in the. Um, you better start looking for some chicken calves. I know. <laughs> but that that was like, oh, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And you know when you want to interrupt, but I'm like, oh. damn, he's what he's saying is really good. I want people to hear it. But the whole fucking time, you have a I'm much thinking, better willpower. I'm thinking chicken thighs, chicken thighs, chicken thighs, and you squatting with the chicken fucking thing there. That's Very funny. Um, no, well that'll lead us to uh, instead of pita bread, can we talk protein, please? Well, you know, no. wait, <laughs> I want to hear your recommendations. Don't go into the what? protein yet. What? What, what do you have any like? Um, I know you're not supposed to eat processed stuff, but like. Mm-hmm. Like Oikos Triple Zero yoga, or what? Like I do, stuff. I, I do like the Oikos Triple but what, Zero. What, what are your like? If you had to, if someone's coming to you and they're like, mm-hmm. Dave, are there a couple things that I can get at a grocery store, the pre-made or whatever that you like recommend that you like? That's been like a hack for you. Is there anything throughout the years? Uh, no, I I really tend to. <laughs> I love how you threw it up. I'm not no. big on I'm not big on the sauces. I mean, on my steak, I you're do, not a sauce. Guy. I'm really not. I do a little olive oil. I do salt and pepper. I love garlic. Me um, too. I stick to like whole foods, honestly, yeah, yeah. in my seasonings. You yeah, know? I left myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even even on my my ground turkey, if I'm if I have a little bit of extra time, I just take a whole bunch of onions and peppers, a little oil, and I I sauté that. I hate it ground gives turkey. Natural natural flavor. No, not the way I, I go ninety three seven. And rails rails is good. I like rails. Here we go. And there I again like somewhere. I do like rails, um, but that's the only sauce that I really I really put on. So like and dressing, even my just do a balsami. And, and you see my daughter. Yeah. My daughter's two and a half years old, and she just crushes bags of salad with. Yeah. We throw the dressing out, yeah. and then we just do oil and balsamic. Well, that's a good hack right there. Yeah, you get absolutely. the pre made dressing. You just throw or the lemon pre-made. juice. Like I, I like I like the pre made kits, and you basic. throw the dressing out. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a waste, so I usually save the dressings. Yeah, it's fine. You know, but I don't know. Just toss it. Can we please let them know where we get this protein? Well, I want to see that you got any diet hacks. <laughs> <laughs> they got to wait to hear about the protein. Yeah. Uh, Are there any like staples no. you've had? No, I mean, I guess when, I'm the only person. You well, know, here with the, so when when I <laughs> can someone comment and help when me? I finally get into like dialed in mode, yeah, um, I can get very ironically, I can get robotic too. I've been eating the same thing for the last two years. With the turkey and yeah. chicken, and the way Catherine makes it is almost like no salt, very low sodium because we we, we she monitors her blood pressure. Yep. So I just kind of fell into that, into that, into that. Right. Nice. I miss that sometimes because salt yeah. really does give it a little bit of extra. And then it's just pepper and whatever other kind of whole food seasonings. Cayenne is good. Right. Things like that. Yeah. Um, Old a lot of onion powder. One. Old Bay is very powder. versatile. She does a lot of veggies inside. Like she like chops up um like uh, carrots and. Uh, onions and things like that for the turkey when she you know makes it 
Um, but no, I mean, it's it's literally been the same thing. That's why when the I think when the weekends come and whatever flavors come touch my tongue, just, you know, <laughs> touch my <laughs> it's, it's, hey, you know uh, what I mean? I'll think because you guys give me nothing on this segment, I'm going to hit you with a couple of plying. Oh, I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one for you. Just one. Just three. Go I ahead. got one. Yeah. Uh, zero sugar or sugar free jello <laughs> or um, amen. What's the other one? The. Uh, pudding, pudding, yeah, pudding. Oh, yeah. You can throw a little protein in which pudding. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I w- I would fight. You're like, Ew, no sugar. I like, think it's delicious. If I want to cheat, yeah. I want to cheat. But yeah. it's it's really not that's bad good. at all. So you know, uh, that's my rec. French fry cutter I got. So I just get the potatoes and I just pop yep. them through. I throw them in the air fryer. Uh, there's ways to make them like really good, but I think just the shape of a French fry mentally gives you like a Ooh, trick. Sweet you potatoes because it's fries. Yeah, you can do sweet potato French sweet fries. Potatoes. But the French fry cutter has saved me so much time, and I have a. You gotta take a video of you doing that. 100. percent I've been meaning it. to. Dana yeah, gave me it. shit when I bought it, and I'm like, you don't understand. Like cutting these fries is such a labor. So you do that. Into I literally the air just fryer. go bang, bang. <laughs> Bang. Bang. And then what you do is you pre-cook them, and then when you reheat them like five minutes, bang, bang, done. And then on the side, you throw the chicken, and it gives you like a shawarma effect with the hot and the- Shawarma? You you never had shawarma? No. Right. What I'm thinking about is getting one of those spits a that shawarma? spins and then you cut off the sides. A spitz and a shawarma. What is that? So French fry cutter. What are we talking about? All right, listen, listen. I'm almost done. Shrimp, uh, shrimp. Shrimp. French fry cutter. Crucial. Uh, rice cooker because I used to burn my rice all the time. You set it and forget it. Twenty minutes. Big bag of jasmine rice is like five bucks. I've been trying to get real lean on the cost as well. Right. Big bag of potatoes, five bucks. Big bag of rice, rice potatoes. Daddy's tough. <laughs> <laughs> Air fryer, rice cooker, French fry cutter. You don't have You're another good. appliance. You don't need any other appliance in your ar- arsenal. Beautiful. Ooh, you know what else I've been doing? Uh, cauliflower rice. See now it's coming. Now it's coming. Out. You got to well, dig. <laughs> I'm not a fan of cauliflower rice. I'll be honest. I no, think it's, it's not. You know, it's it is. No, it's but, good. But it's, yeah. not, it's good. but it's not rice. And I love rice. I can pound like a whole pot of rice. Mm. No, I'm kidding. I like, cauliflower, I like cauliflower rice. rice. I'm like, oh yeah, give me a portion that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, keep it moving. All right. Well, uh, tell me where we get this protein, CV. Bang. <laughs> we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Let's talk a little topic. Ah, eh, fuck it. All we right. don't want it. I'm just sorry, sorry. Um, no, it's always good to give a uh, you know a nice, a nice random banter for us. Um, a ranter, if you will. <laughs> a ranter. Yes, but uh, so, so today, episode 140, we basically want to talk about uh, the concept of, I guess, continued education, professional development, the importance behind it, and the way that it, this all stems, just like everything else, you kind of, you know, go along with your week and we see like what's, you know, what we're doing in our own lives. Um, and on a professional level, I have brought in um, some of my staff and some of the team to basically 
Um, try to try to give them a boost of of confidence, uh, a boost of motivation. Where I'm, I, we actually paid for um, some continued education for them. So that's how this kind of came about. And I think everybody can really benefit from it. And where it stems, though, and I think that we have to be, you know, we were just talking about food, right? But there's very few work habits that you know you incorporate that really add to your whole lifestyle and i think continued education and being strategic about constantly learning is something that's so important and it leads into the other habits of your life right like i'm more likely to sit down with my meal prep and be at my desk while i'm reading something you know in terms of uh professional development or personal professional whatever it is um and eat something healthy versus me like crushing mcdonald's while i'm reading that stuff and i don't know why if that's just a me thing sounds kind of nice um no i hear you but um that's how the topic came about and i want to kind of pick your brain go back and forth because i think we have two different perspectives because obviously i do it on an individual level um but now i'm also doing it with a team which is which is nice yeah yeah i uh what's the best investment in yourself amen right like it's very simple um for me i my favorite is when I'm going through something where I need to learn and then I'm forced to learn a topic and then I'm able to learn it via uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. phone calls, asking questions, and then I'm able to apply it immediately Yes, because then it sticks for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I learn very fast when that's the case. Mm-hmm. And in my real estate world, um, it's very easy to do that because every deal is different and there's mm-hmm. so many nuances to deals that – it's very rare where I'm going through a, a deal and I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. or I know everything. Yep. Like it's very humbling to be in the real estate world because say you are working on a condo or a certain location, like you have to learn everything about that new house. Every house is its own market. So you're constantly on the the back heel of needing to learn constantly, right? You, I'm not mm-hmm. saying you don't know anything. You know kind of the cadence of a deal, but you need to learn the dynamics of and the actual product that you're trying to either sell or buy. Right. So that's uh, something that has kind of um, made me a lot more curious and um, uh, like ready to be a student in other areas of my life because Mm -hmm. it's so intense in the real estate world. Yeah. No. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, there's so many different forms, obviously, of, you know, uh, continued education. You got like conferences, you got seminars, workshops, books. Um, Can I know, give you my podcast? On yeah, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. No, well, because you yep. sparked a thought. I'm not a fan of the 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 ten people in a room seminar type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think in today's day and age, give me what I want to know, and the interaction's great. And sometimes you can apply it and yes. and and um, and drill things. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a lot of wasted time in learning absolutely. when people theorize too much and don't put anything in action. Yes. Um, I think it's a good way to get introduced to it, yes. right? Like yeah, a, yeah. attending a conference or something like yeah. that. But yeah, I think the more job specific yeah. with the intention behind it, the yeah. better, yeah. which is exactly what we're doing on uh, our team now. There's a certification that um, you know a couple of staff members are going after that costs yeah. hundreds of dollars yeah. um, that basically I, I truly believe that if you're not learning, right? You've heard the, the saying, if you're not learning, you're dying, which mm-hmm. is a fact because big scientist, right? The pre seriously, the prefrontal cortex, which is your like creative learning space in your brain, it actually stops developing by the age of 25. You're Abdullah Ablangada. <laughs> you don't know what movie that is. No, I don't. Is that a movie? Oh what the God. fuck? Do you, do you know, right? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. 
Jim Carrey movie? Wow, CV. Sorry, go ahead. That's good. No, but so by the age of 25, we actually stop just picking up things. So we have to be intentional about now reading that book, reading that, you know, looking at that that podcast or whatever it is that you're doing, going to that conference, that seminar, taking that certification. Um, Because as soon as I read that, I'm like, damn, I'm already I'm already well past 25 so i need to be intentional about that stuff and i feel like we get stuck in these jobs um and if you're not learning something specific what what are we really doing i think trends in general they fall off really quickly right like perfect example of this is marketing i mean i i like to identify us as you know younger individuals but the reality is i took a lot of marketing classes in college and i know you did did you do some marketing stuff yeah i i I wish looking back i wish i did them i took more classes I actually cared about. But that's tough, so, though. Because for me, I was a finance major. And I liked right. finance. But I was more about the social part of college and then also doing my own businesses. So, yes. like, I really had this bad thought of school because I didn't have great experience with teachers and, mm-hmm. like, I was in big classes where I felt like I was wasting my time. Yep. Maybe, no. It's maybe because I was a genius. But, I'm, I mean, I feel like, you know, we in, in college – hold on, let me just get the start out and then jump on. Interrupt him, interrupt him. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Um, you know, marketing is a perfect – example of this in advertising because the stuff that I was learning was like print based and different strategies for like print marketing. Yeah. Whereas now it's all like social media marketing. Social media existed when we were in college, but it was not nearly as prevalent as it is today. You take one social media marketing course that will probably give you way more of an education than you got in 2008, 10, 12, whatever you went when you went to school or just put a little money. Say you're going to spend I don't know, a thousand bucks on a college course, right? Mm-hmm. I would almost argue take a thousand bucks and play with advertising actually on Facebook, right. watch YouTube videos and try things out because the majority of the time, the stuff, this is part of the reason I don't attend these things yep. is because I feel like if they're talking about it now, it's going to be. But a, who has money to burn like that, though? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying if you're going to spend anyway getting an education somewhere, I'd much rather see you actually try stuff out. But what happens if, let's say, the course is well, you're trying to sell sell right. some, right? I so got you. You could try to and you spend it. the seven thousand dollars on trying things out, right? Yeah. yeah. And what you say, seven? seven I, I just made up a number. Yeah, yeah. I was just wanting 7, to make sure 000, I heard yeah. you. Yeah. And you go through the seven thousand dollars. Yeah. You spend it all. Yeah. And maybe you don't really gain that much from it. You see, just lost seven thousand. I mean, you may have gained some experience, which yeah, is good, and that's good. But you got nothing out of it. So here's the argument: If you're so, spend seven, what are you gonna do? Throw another if, seven thousand at it to now get more experience? If you're gonna spend seven thousand on a course, you're gonna have zero experience. But you're gonna have a degree at the end of the day allows you to say, "Hey, let me figure it till I make it, so I can get more experience." And it's different approaches. That's not my philosophy. I think I'd rather learn with the seven, and I'd be way more ahead of this person. And yes, maybe I won't get the job of someone who wants the degree. But I'll get the job of something that I actually want to do and the people understand that I know my shit. But that's you because you, know I mean? you have this level of understanding now at 30, no, whatever, with anything, after with anything. a college education. Think about if that philosophy when you were 17 years old. So, so were yeah. you that dialed in and what you wanted, that spending that money, whatever so, college cost So you? I'll give you an example right now. I've gotten – I started to take a course for commercial because I wanted a certification. And I see the money I'm spending on this course, and I'm going to finish it because I started it and I am learning. But in my head, I'm like, damn, if I spent, you know, each course is like 1500 bucks, 2000 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, if I took 2000 bucks and just put it into my own listings in the commercial world, I probably would have learned way faster. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the opportunity cost of that money, I'd much rather put into like the actual doing of it. Mm-hmm. Because for me, at least, I learn so much faster when there's actual real life applications and people are 
there's there's consequences, right? Like if I f up a deal, if I'm not learning, I f mm -hmm. up a deal. It's a bad reflection on me. It's a bad reflection on the company. Yep. Like I lose the deal, I lose the client. Versus if I'm in theory doing this math problem for a, a fake lease, there's no downside. Mm -hmm. There's no pressure. So when I jump into conversations like this, um, and I, this this type of stuff tells me that I just think differently because I, I understand, and I'm not saying that it's a good way or a bad way. I like what Mike is saying, but I'm trying. I want to address kind of what CV said. Well, it's a very conservative approach. So, yeah, yeah. well, and, and what I wrote but basically down, you're saying about the seven thousand dollars, right? Yeah. Like, because I'm not even I'm not even thinking about that, right? If you're at that level, that yeah, you're not trying to burn a thousand, seven thousand. That's fine. But my head automatically goes to like getting your feet wet, right? What is what is yeah, that course about? Free. What is that course about? Can I commit to a 30-day process of putting on a 10-minute video to learning base knowledge to then after those 30 days say, listen, I want to take my money and invest it. I think it's really dumb of you if you just like an idea of something and you're like, oh, there's a course and I want to be a, you know, a, a director of sales or something. Let me take a sales director thing for $7,000. I think that's dumb. Can you really see yourself doing it by putting practical time in, right, to then make the investment? So you were talking about a 17 or 18 year old kid. That's what I was. So doing. what I had written down when I wanted to interrupt you speaks to that. Mm. And it's a thought. And I don't know if it's right or wrong. I mean, I think you guys are going to agree with it because it's basically what you guys are saying. Um, it's almost like a belief that when somebody and I'm going to say a child, because that's who education is geared towards. And as you get older, that's that's the process. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, if you work, if you have to go to work and you have to grind before education is even thrown at you, yeah, I think you have a much more focused um, approach to when the learning comes around, which is what I was trying to allude to when Good you were point. saying what you were saying. So, like, you know, now your focus in your business and what you do is so dialed in. You have alignment. Yes. So now, yes, if you're going to throw seven thousand so dollars at something, yes, of course you're going to be not only you've had structure. You've had I, I'm right. I think it's a philosophy though because I did this when I was like twelve. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying, and that's you trying and that's stuff you. But without that's, learning. And that's it. you. That's what he's saying. He works, really with, he works with a lot it's of different philosophy. Now. But I do believe I, though I think that there's multiple ways, right? Like I don't think the going and taking a course and getting your certification is wrong. If that's how you want to learn it and then then apply it, like right. absolutely. I think the best way is actually to spend zero dollars right, and get your feet wet like we're saying, mm -hmm. like learn something, maybe get someone to spend their money and test yeah. it out with the, uh, their budget. But for me, you there, you really don't have skin in the game or you're not really learning until you have something to lose. Mm -hmm. But that's why you I made the saying? comment, right? Yeah, so yeah. I believe that yeah. if you – like, let's use children, right? Because we're all adults and so we have a different kind of focus today than we did maybe when we were younger. Yeah. Well, maybe you're you're alien, so it's different for you. <laughs> did you not always say you're alien? Yeah, okay. I think I am. Um, if, children, nice <laughs> if children got put to work instead of going to school, because we know kids go to school, they don't like it, they don't, uh, it's a whole drag. Yeah. Go to work. Go to work in carpentry, go work in plumbing, go work in advertising, go work under somebody yep. and really kind of grind it out. And they're not going to like that either yeah. because why do I have to work? But you're gaining a sense of maturity yeah. and you're gaining a real life now experience that's going to, if you like it, if you know that oh, I really like sales, I really like this, you're really going to dive into liking every aspect of it. So then let's say you do that five year work thing. Instead of going to high school, you do five years of working under somebody and you're not making all that great money. You're just working. It kind of sucks because you're yeah. just working. But after those five years, your base knowledge on what you like is so formed that your focus now, if you say, okay, now, now take these courses. Now let's put $7,000 into, mm -hmm. into, you know, X, Y, or Z, that's going to be for you and for your business. I think yeah. the approach will be way different and the, kids would be way more focused in that aspect rather than you know 
yeah. going to the school, doing the whole college thing, wasting yeah. all that money. I think it's all, all personality. Stuff. I don't want to say waste all that money, yeah. but you know. I, I don't. I don't think there's a one size fits all for stuff like I that. I agree, um, you know? and I think also now we should but shift it to point. the to the other side too, to you know, adults in the game, right? Uh, adults, because I, I think more young adults. You know, if we look at our stat line of of listeners, you know, you're pretty much between age of of twenty and 45 <laughs> uh, that's where the majority is right so if you're 20 yeah then you know that could be some good advice for you but if you're 40 in the game and you've been at the same job for 20 plus years it's hard to stay motivated right and i think what what this continued educational piece does is it allows you to keep up with the the new trends in your industry right people like to speak oh i've been here 20 years you know i've done i've done this for 20 plus i've been doing this that experience is good but experience means nothing when you're not relatable today and I think proper intentional training really adds to that, right? So it allows you to basically, because you could be competent after 20 years, but I think you can go from competent to excellent if you're strategic about the training that you're you're taking. And I'm not just saying a, a training or a certification in general. I'm just saying Staying whatever industry, yeah, whatever industry you're in, being specific about, you know what, I'm continuing to learn. For me, this is a lifelong commitment. If I'm working, yeah, I'm learning. That's for me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I look at it. The same way I'll be working out until the day that I die. My devil's advocate for that is what I've kind of noticed in the real estate world. My industry where I am is very trends on the older side. So there's people that don't use email and they're <laughs> still crazy. crushing it. Right. And I'm like, yeah, how good yeah, yeah. are they? That's true. And how well established can you be that you're like, you know what? I'm just not Because they have email. old school clients. Wild. Yeah. So I think yep. to your point, you are correct. Like you should aspire, but the people that don't actually need to, it's right. pr very impressive, and it's a conscious approach where they're like, you know what, I'm not going to play these people on their home turf. I'm going to really take care of my. And again, it's strategy. It's yes. a different philosophy. So mm -hmm. I, there's a million ways to do it, but yeah, I would say traditionally, you probably want to stay with the times. Yeah, and be on like the edge of things. A hundred percent. I I heard a really good thing that I think you'll like. Uh, it was UFC, you know, coming full circle. But UFC, I find very interesting because there's always something to learn. There's new techniques. There's a million techniques, but it all comes down to a one-on-one -on -one fight, and you have to use the right tools at the right time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very. I think that's why I like it because it's kind of limitless in that sense. So one of the best trainers, I don't know who they were talking about, but was saying that you should have someone in your training camp that is worse than you. It doesn't have to be younger, just worse than trying to learn so you can teach them mm -hmm. um, and like subconsciously teach them someone that's your same level so you can be competitive against them. And they push you and then someone who's better than you. So you in whatever facet, right? So if you're a bad wrestler, you have a wrestler that's incredible. Right. You have someone who's similar and someone who's worse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's super interesting that because is. you kind of think of the people that you surround yourself with. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that you're competitive with that you keep around. There's mm -hmm. people that you are kind of mentoring and then there's people that you're um, you know, looking up to and trying to learn from. So right. I was like, oh, so super to, interesting. I, and I think, honestly, like some individuals like us, the three of us specifically, I think we mimic that in our own lives. Yeah, 100%. Right? Um, you well, know, the, uh, the even three of us, like, right, absolutely. The on. three of us, I would say, are on the same level, right, in, in terms of, you know, what our life looks like. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, our form of entertainment can be something that's a little bit below us, but that's because it's an entertaining aspect of our life, right? And yeah. then the betterment, is when you're choosing to be intentional about putting something in your ear like Ryan Holiday that you want to be, right? Mm -hmm. You for photography, whoever that mentor is for you. Me, it could be, you know, my faith stuff. It could be Ed Milet. You know what I mean? So I think we're mimicking that, and that's very good to hear because I think everybody can apply that same exact thing and figure out those three layers of your life. Put a very good point someone brought up. I think it was your boy Alex Hermosi. 
Not hormosy. Not hormosy. Hormosy. He he was saying that basically like, and I've tried to limit my um, listening to him mm-hmm. just because there's a lot of too much stuff and a lot too much tactical stuff that overwhelms me. Yeah. But basically that I've fallen prey to listening to like a billionaire and then trying to act like them when I'm not mm-hmm. within striking distance. So a lot of their stuff that works for them, I'm not there yet. Like I can't spend money on a private chef, right? right? I tried to like get meal plans and things and like mimic it, but I wasn't there yet. Like I tried to skip too many steps mm-hmm. and get to the end goal of yes. like their what I'm realizing there's a lot of steps to get there. And if you try to skip the steps, the foundation of like what you're trying to build is shaky. Yes. So I got wrapped up when I was real busy in the real estate world, like trying to just kind of go from zero to 10 versus getting from zero to one. And then now that I'm back to zero building the company, I'm really conscious of like, I'm just trying to get to one, you know, Mm -hmm. because my personality is very zero to 10. Right. right. So I'm trying to constrain myself with like, well, if we want to do a pop-up event, Rather than do a food truck festival, which is maybe the 10, mm-hmm. let's do a little neighborhood grilling at Scarpelli's, which is a one and very executable. So I've been very knowledgeable or uh, conscious of that lately. Yeah. No, it's good. So when you're looking for that mentor that's above you, mm-hmm. I kind of would argue, yeah, you can listen to the people that are billionaires and take inspiration. But the tactical stuff, try to get someone that's just ahead of you because it's a lot more likely to be applicable to what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And that's important with... um you know, continued education for sure, because I think it, it prepares you. If you use it properly, it doesn't even have to be, I do like learning things that I can apply right in the mix and the certification that, you know, we're, we're going for in our industry. It actually does that, but it also, it uh, allows you to prepare for different directions and different opportunities within your career. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, you you might be able to, I know for me, I never really knew that I wanted to get into, you know, a, a public speaking aspect. I never knew that I wanted to be in local government. I knew that I wanted to sit at a position because I saw somebody at a camp when I was 14 years old, but it wasn't until I really started diving in and understanding what it was that they do on a day-to-day basis. Um, And now I'm at the point, I literally was just having this conversation that I'm talking to the county executive, which is, you know, the highest ranking position in any local government in a county. Um, That county, county executive reports actually directly to, um, to the, to the governor's. Um, on a, on the state level. And I used to think I was crazy for wanting a mentorship basically uh, by an individual like that because I didn't feel qualified. And now it's to the point, I mean, I just had a great conversation with him that he's like, you know, yeah, we got to start preparing you for opportunities like that in the future. And that's only because I saw him years ago and his ability to public speak, his ability to, um, you know, be able to mend with any crowd that that he was in. Um, this guy, George Latimer, he's he's our county executive. And, you know, he's the guy that I'm basically going now directly after when it comes to my my career mindset. Mm. Um, but you have to there, there's levels to what you're saying, you yeah. know, whereas before I didn't feel qualified to speak to him. And now I, I can take pieces of what it is that he does. And he's actually very receptive to yeah. it because he's in, you know, he's, he's at the latter part of his career. Um, so why wouldn't he want a young, motivated 33 year old commissioner who wants what he has, you know, people are really receptive to that. Yeah. And I think if you can rationalize to yourself for the grunt work, like if you like rentals, right? Rentals are kind of a pain in the butt to do. And the way that I've been more open to learning more about it is like, all right, well, if I'm kind of having this conversation and creating the right lens, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to have these properties that I'm going to manage, I need to learn the ins and outs of all things rentals. So I, I have to be humble 
and do the $1,000 rental and not be worried about it. Right. When I am helping a client find a rental and they don't pay a commission, I'm not working for free. I'm working to learn. You know, I'm learning and earning, but sometimes you learn, you don't earn. But as long as you keep the learning going, you're going to get to the earning. You just got to stick with it's it. That's pretty good. You can't actually Burton spell. Ernie. But you can't actually spell learn without earn. That's that's pretty good. L well, there's an L in learning. I know, but you can That's can't. what I'm saying, L. Think that's about it. That's pretty good, There's though. like triple entendre there. That's very so there's good. There's an L in learning. You right. got a bunch of dimes for that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's- I, in the last two years, because of the lack of sleep- you get into this mode where you're like, well, I'm, I haven't made any progress. Like, I'm still doing these small rentals. I'm still doing this. But if you look at it as like, I'm sorry, my mind's jumping around because there's a great movie. And at the oh, end of the movie, great. it's wow. called The Internship, right? Vince Vaughn. It. It's a great movie. It. Long story short, the end of the movie. How do you know so many movies? I love movies. I mean, this is... I think I found your issue, guys. You've wasted so much watch time movies. watching movies. <laughs> movies. Yeah. But hold on, because sometimes movies do give you inspiration. Absolutely. Give you creativity. Here's one. The you, Titanic. You, I always wanted to no. fall in love because of the <laughs> Titanic. You know what I mean? So in the end of the movie, this guy, they basically do a competition to sell Google ad space. Oh, by the way, hold on. Let it preface. The, the intern, he's older. Older than well, then everybody else. Well, it's not else. part of the story. It's well, it's relevant. a big one because he's... Okay, my bad. Kind of. I mean, it is, but it's not. I, I don't want to tell the whole... No, that was good. <laughs> right? It's great use of it. But long story short, they're in a competition, and one of the teams gets like a big Google deal with like a massive company, right? Like right. a very corporate company. And then this other team gets a deal with a local pizza shop, right? And the guy who's like the bad guy of the movie is like, it's just a local pizza shop. Like, that's not going to create a lot of income. And then the main guy's like, well, it's a local pizza shop. That's going to be the start of a budding franchise. That's going to have 50 franchises mm. throughout the country and grow. And we're going to grow with them. So it was interesting because he takes the approach of like this $1,000 rental. I'm not saying you should be motivated by it, but it should get you up out of the bed because you don't know where the next deal is right. coming from. You should be like, all right, well, I'm going to do this deal as if this person has access to every millionaire in town because they, they might, right? It might be someone's mom. It might be mm -hmm. some, it might be them. They might just be getting the cheap rental because they have all their money like Elon Musk and Tesla mm -hmm. and they're just trying to stay lean. So not being humble enough and not having an ego and not right. think that I'm above things has kind of been forced upon me as I've started my own company because at the end of the day, I have to stay in business. Mm. And although I'm trying to be strategic and not expand too far, I also have to realize like at the end of the day, it's very simple. Like you have to help people find real estate and you have to do it well and you'll be around because it'll right. grow into other things. And although you don't know what it's going to grow into, if you're humble in the approach and not take small deals and treat them different, mm -hmm. then you'll be good. But it's hard. No, you know, great if someone asks you to clean a bathroom... You'd be like, I'm not cleaning the bathroom. But if you're like, well, you know, if I clean this bathroom and then the selectman comes in, you know, and thinks it's nice and clean, then some, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. if you can create this scenario that maybe it's false, but try no, to like convince it. yourself. Yeah, I like Do you it. ever do that? Clean the bathroom? Uh, yeah. No. Do you ever take the small <laughs> like things and make them into bigger things in your head? Of course. Yeah. Of Absolutely. That's how, honestly, that's how I live. Um, and I try to make everything, you know, and, and as minute as it might be. I look at the bigger picture after I've accomplished But that's not that common. Goal. You know it's not common, right? I I don't Do you think I'm common? No, but I, I'm saying I, in I general. Be like, I I told you I want to be uncommon amongst the uncommon people. Oh, sounds familiar, you know? But but you know what I'm saying? Like do you do that all? It's a hard exercise to do, but the more often you do, I think it's productive. But now why is that, right? Like why are you coming to that realization when working out is the exact same thing? I think the same way about working out. A hundred percent. But but yeah, for whatever reason, sometimes it's hard to didn't implement. I know you didn't attach that though 
to the same thought process. So the thought is, I and I'm very conscious of this, I have a certain amount of bandwidth, and I would say 90% of my bandwidth went to real estate for a long time. Right. Why do we make these choices? What? What choices? The choices to not align all the things that are important to us to that same Because I don't think you could do it all at once. Like we talked about, focus-wise, I I don't think you can get your whole life together in every asset or every facet at the same time. And we're moving targets, right? Nothing's perfect. So like, yeah, if my kids never got sick and they slept all night, I'd have a six-pack. Yeah, That's not the reality. But theoretically, and this is not a dig at you, and I'm kind of taking this out of the page of Mr. Regina over here. Yeah. Um, You brush your teeth every day. Yeah. Not well. Why do you? Why, not well. Why do you have the bandwidth to do that without thinking? And this, this is a reflection a, it's on not me a too. Big time suck. Huh? It's not a big time. Suck. Um, you take care of your kids, right? I try to. Yeah. Okay. Well, how, how that's is a it priority all of a sudden, because they're a priority. Yeah. So right, that's right, what I'm saying. You've prioritized like, certain things. Yeah, but though. no, you're forgetting the biggest point, right? Because is, if I'm, you know, the most motivated individual in the world. Um, and I'm really inspired to do well. What happens when one aspect of my life takes a really bad turn? What happens if I get fired from my job, right? There's seasons. What happens if somebody goes through a divorce or a separation, right? There's seasons to where one aspect of your life might not be in alignment with the top, top, um, you know, yeah, priority. Only, top of your only because right. we brought up the working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theoretically, working out is uh, beneficial to our health. Yeah. Right. If we are not healthy, it doesn't matter what we're going to do because we're not going to be healthy. Yeah. Right. So theoretically, you can align them as that's a No, but you priority. ask why you're not in alignment. I think your intention can be in alignment. I think I'm in alignment. It's just the execution. Yeah, right. But well, that's, the, that's the, the intention point, can be know? in alignment, but it's physically impossible, kind of like you're saying, to have all things running in cylinders at the top level all the time because there's going to be different seasons where different things happen, right? You lose a pet. You lose a family member. One aspect of your life drops extremely seriously right yeah and yeah you can still apply it you know to the other things in your life but it's going to take time for that one to now trickle back up so so yeah i think it's i think it's i'm not making excuses but i think at least for me it's the acknowledgement of all the pillars and if i keep focus on the pillars and don't adjust based on you know what's going on in my life certain nuances i'm not like i'm realistic in like the last couple years have been kind of chaos and it's not going to be perfect to get through it, but if I feel like I made progress on the other side, it's a win. You know what right. I mean? Like the so, for example, the real estate stuff. I literally canceled all my memberships, canceled cable, canceled the gym, canceled everything. Spent as little as possible, so I didn't care about the diet because I was trying to save money so I can do this new career. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a fault of mine that I kind of went all in and sacrificed like health things short term. No, I think that's fine. But then when I realized, I'm like, all right, well, because I focus so much on this, this is actually hurting me now. Then I put a little attention to it and started to bring it back up. Right. When it was too, like if your pillars are too off kilter, the roof is too crooked and you're going to slide off the stool, whatever. Mm -hmm. So like that, at least that's been for me. And now that I'm older and I have the kids and I have the requirements, yeah, it would have been great to have this done prior, but I have new new variables mm-hmm. that I'm accounting for. Yeah. It's like a new math problem. So my comment backfired a little bit because no, the, no, re- the reason I brought it up- question. The reason I brought it up is because, so last night I told you I couldn't sleep, right? Yeah. And when I woke up, all I kept thinking about was work. And yeah. it's annoying. It's, some, yeah. it's one of my pet peeves now that I can't detach from work. Yeah. And no matter what, it was just ruminating. And it just kept coming around and come, coming around. And I couldn't stop thinking. Yeah. So I started talking to myself. Now I'm like, well, why is it that you can't put the same energy into something that you want to do? Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and I guess to tie it into the education component. Yeah. Why not? Why am I not f- 
doing all this extra thinking because my job is 40 hours a week. Yeah. That's all I have to do. I don't have to do more than that. Yet, I probably put in an excess of 80 with, if you think about all the extra thinking that I do after work, after hours, in the mornings, yeah. at night, preparing, planning, all this extra nonsense that, yeah, it's worth it to me because it's my job and I want to make sure that I'm always prepared in some capacity. But at the end of the day, why can't I, and not this morning, why can't I focus on the things that I want to do? Why can't I be putting in this effort into this thing that I want to do? Instead of putting all this extra effort thinking about this nonsense at four o'clock in the morning when I shouldn't have to. Well, that's a skill, right? Thinking, man. But that's a skill. Like, right. you have to work it, like get up and go. But that's the whole point, though, right? That the whole thing was like, I want to be able to yeah. to focus on like um, educating myself in this other avenue that I want to do. Yeah. But instead of being able to even reshift my focus, I'm just thinking about. But what'd you do physically, though? I was trying to fall back asleep, to be honest. Oh, so then if you're trying to go to sleep, that's different. But like, you know, but this, I couldn't. But that, this is exactly where people get caught up, right? Because it's like, why are you thinking so much? If if that was different, and you're in a bed, so you're trying to go to sleep. So I don't think that's a really good example. But if you're having that thought, because a lot of people will sit there in the morning and they debate with themselves and they're thinking about one thing and then they're thinking about the other thing. But it's like, what action can you take in that moment? For you, if it was that continued education or whatever, like put on a physical video that's yeah. going to align with Something what it simple. is that you want. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's like we spend this. But that's a skill. Astro- it, it is for sure. But like, that's the issue, right? Yeah. Like we spend way too much time thinking about all the things when we should just take a small, small action and focus on one thing. Yeah. You know, but the, so yeah, I think that's kind of, you have to keep self-reflecting of like, all right, well I'm, cause I'm in a similar spot, right? I kind of dive into the, the business stuff and I overthink things and I think about them too much and I kind of have a conversation with myself. I'm like, all right, this is all great. Like I enjoy what I do, you know, is my daughter adversely affected negatively when I'm on my phone when they get home from school? And I'm like, all right, well, it's not ideal to not be able to answer the phone for two hours, mm-hmm. but who? what's more important to me? At the end of the day, when, when I die, you know, am I going to look back and be like, damn, I missed that phone call? Or am I going to be like, damn, I really wish I was more present at dinner? So like, kind of getting deep on that stuff is how I've at least controlled that and worked on that because it's still a struggle because the day-to-day right you're probably thinking about it because you know the next day you're gonna have to deal with it and because of that you want to you want to get ahead of it so you can have more time you know to relax with your family so it's it's like you'd rather relax now than in the future anyway right like if you're going to be stressed anyway might as well put it down for an hour enjoy Mm -hmm. your family then come back to it so that's been kind of something i've worked on but it's hard it's really hard because you like Dave have pride in what you do. So yeah, you could pack it in, but you also know that if to done correct, to do it correctly, you need to spend a little extra time thinking about it. Right. You know what I mean? Or no? Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. I have a question when it comes to continuing education, mm-hmm. what do you consider continuing your education? And I guess I'm assuming this is relevant <clears throat> yeah. to after college year. Right. After, yeah, after yeah. The formal well, education. I'm talking about job specific, uh, continued education, right. To where you're not required to do this stuff, but you're basically continuing your own education to put yourself in a better space. Within your field. Correct. Within your jo- job Within specific field. Job specific. Yeah. Field. And I think so for, would you what? not consider continue your education outside of your job specific field? Absolutely. But there's a difference between personal and professional development. I'm talking specifically professional development in regards to your career. Right. And the question, I, I think what what, um, you know, the intention is and, and even what I see in not only myself, but employees is the continued education piece really builds an additional level of leadership skills. And I think leadership directly correlates to having confident employees. I think confident employees are enthusiastic employees. 
And I think enthusiastic employees are the ones that really can get the job done for the betterment of an organization versus just going to work, punching a clock and getting the hell out of there. You know, the union mindset is a mindset. And if you choose to have that, that's not wrong. But for me, I've always wanted to go into an organization and work for the organization because I believe in the organization, right? And when you develop those leadership skills through the continued education, I think it all starts to play a piece. But I think that's the biggest reason as to why me personally, I believe in, you know, continuing to develop your skills. Yeah, I, I think of it too as like skill stacking. So yeah. like I wouldn't be able to learn certain things about commercial if I didn't learn certain things about residential, mm -hmm. like a base knowledge of something. Right. And then when you go another level, then you become like more marketable mm -hmm. and then your potential earning upside increases. So some of the stuff that I like to learn is stuff that makes me more marketable. If I lost everything and was out on the street and was like, all right, how am I going to survive? If my skills I have would let me allow me to make you know, money or a business or a lifestyle that I enjoy, then I think it's very valuable and it helps me learn things because I'm not only learning it just for a job or income, but I'm learning it for like a lifetime right. of like a tool. Yes. Like right. that's why like the construction stuff has been super interesting because for me, like I have this vision of like my daughters are in my rentals in the future, right? Maybe they have a boyfriend, whatever, and they're like starting no, a life. No, and, they, no, not and then I thought about, dating. I thought about how I call like my dad when I need some, or D Dana does, and I would hate for her to like not call me because uh, she's like, dad doesn't know. And maybe I'm not the one doing the work, but knowing what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting, yeah. that's way down the line, mm -hmm. but I felt very, um, uh, what's a good word? Like, uh, exposed or like very vulnerable in that right. area where I'm like, I should have a base knowledge. Mm -hmm. You know, I should not, not be able to turn the water off. Like, you know, like certain yeah. things yeah. like a water heater, you turn off mistakenly, don't know how to get back on. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm not saying I'm going to be like the next builder of America, but I enjoy learning stuff that I'm inadequate at. So that at least I have a base knowledge and I can't get advantage taken of me. Right. Yeah. What, um, did you have any follow up to, to any of that? No. Um, I think, you know, when you're, when you're intentional about this type of stuff, I think it does grant you the ability and the networking word can be, it can be very foo-foo, but I think when it's, um, very specific to your job, I think it allows you to build your network, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you're somebody that is just in real estate for the first time, or if you're in somebody who is in local government for the first time, why wouldn't you want to take advantage of of some sort of event where you're going to be directly in the mix yeah. with a hundred people who do the exact same thing that you do. Yeah. Right. And 50 of those people are probably going to be better than you. Well, if you're just starting out, probably 75 of those people are probably going to be better than you. Right. And in, in the advancement of your career. So there's really no downside to it. I find this when it comes to, to management now too, I don't really know one employee that has put this in my ear. So my advice to anybody would really be like put this thought process into your boss's ear if it's something that you want because a lot of organizations they will pay for you to continue your education um, but I also think you should present that to your boss with some level of of uh, planning right um, it could be for example it could be career milestones hey I've been here five years hey I've been here ten years you know this is the next advancement for me I found this um, you know certification that specializes in blah 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 I want to take this, right? But I feel like we have all these great thoughts, but we're not, we don't clearly communicate exactly what it is that we want. If you're in sales, sales achievements can be a level of, okay, look, I've just achieved XYZ. Now I want in return 
a level of training in a specialized thing. Right. So just from my perspective, I mean, I've only been in, in that leadership role. I mean, five years between the two commissionerships, maybe six years. Um, and nobody has really come to me and been like, hey, you know, I want this training in this. Yeah. Um, which is ironic when you think about it, because I'm sure everybody would take advantage because a couple of people now who we're doing this with, they're kind of excited about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, but then also in return, I told them specifically the reason why you're getting this is because you're at the best level possible. We want to elevate you to this next level. And if we can't do it financially, let's do it through continued education, which is valuable to potentially allow you to then branch off and go seek other opportunities if that's what you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just a little. I don't know. No, that's good stuff. The learning. uh, Yeah, that's also a skill like a lot of people. And I've been guilty of this for certain deals, like some of the couple hundred deal. I mean, I don't know. Versus like, oh, let me research. I'll get back to you, mm-hmm. right? Like when you get a little lazy, you can you know you're getting lazy. You're like, oh, I, I could find that out. I just got to go to town hall and like dig a little bit. Yep. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, this was so hot. I learned a ton. Yep. Here's the big thing about learning. I think a lot of people don't learn because they're afraid to ask because they're afraid to look stupid. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point. Now elaborate on the stupid. So stupid. I have a perfect example. I went to town hall mm-hmm. and. I've created a good relationship with the building department because I'm in there constantly and I'm very nice to them. And like, I'm very uh, patient as far as like, if they're busy, I'm not like a jerk, you know, I'm like, I get it. I'll come back. Don't worry. Like, you know, and they're super nice. Like we've created a good rapport where they know me, they watch the food show. So like there's good other areas, very rude, right? There's another highway department. I went in and I was trying to figure out for a client if they could get a garage or a driveway in this property, we were trying to put an offer on and they were very condescending and rude. So I, I could see how someone would stop asking the question and just leave. Mm-hmm. And I actually know of an agent who I was dealing with that stopped asking the question and said, oh, I couldn't get the answer. And I realized that like he probably just left because they were rude. And I stuck around. I'm like, listen, I'm here because I don't know the answer. And that's why I'm asking you. Yeah. So like, I'm sorry if I sound stupid, but like, I need the help. Like, you know, right? Like, you know your stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you. And then she kind of like felt stupid for me saying like, I know I sound stupid. Because I made her aware right, that I feel like, stupid yeah. because you're making me feel like an asshole. And like they were laughing and stuff. And I just was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck if these people like me or not, but I need the answer. Right. And I'm trying to learn. So like you're not going to get in the way of me learning this. I'm going to stick around as long as it takes and annoy you now because you're not giving me. But are you in the right department? Yeah, 100%. Because no, no, no. I'm just thinking from 100%. My, you're talking about local. You're talking about local government. right? I so, am. I am. So if you're going to the highway department. That in Greenwich for that's for <laughs> drainage, right? So yes. the highway department works with drainage. Correct. Where if but, you're but you, you said, cut, can you put a garage there? Which that is would drainage. be the building department. But because you need a foundation, you affect drainage. You should have you should have gotten in there like, listen, I have a buddy who's in local government and I know that you guys operate our. No, no, no. So I I actually don't have any ego to and asking people right. where do I go because I'm like I don't, don't know. I don't know it's they very probably confusing don't know. that's part of the problem and uh so I was talking to this woman I'm basically like all right well so let me let me see if I'm getting this straight if you can get a curb cut you need approval by the architectural review board and then you do a drain like I kept repeating it back to her until she gave me a clear <laughs> until answer. She gave you an answer yeah because as you know in local government they won't give you a clear answer because right. they don't want liability right so like in theory they'll hit me with that in theory you shouldn't have a problem I don't know what but da, da, da. so like I just kept thinking back to like man like this is kind of nice because most agents won't get this answer because right. they're too embarrassed mm-hmm. I don't where I don't care right like you don't respect me anyway. I came up. You think I'm an idiot. So what's nah, the downside? Myself, you know? <laughs> so, but that's an example of like I've yep. found in the past. I'm, 
not l- afraid to look stupid has helped me learn a lot faster than I would have if I'd never asked. Mm. You know, like yeah. I was with a client the Very other good. day, we're going to get sign a lease, and I literally asked them, like, hey, like, I don't know, but like, she got a severance package. So, how do we put that in the document? And like, what would you recommend? It's a little step, but being transparent about my client with them and asking how they would handle it and being upfront about it actually helped us get in his good graces Mm. where I was kind of ruminating in my head of like, I kind of sound stupid. I don't know how we do this, you know? Yeah. But that's all in your head. Very good. Yes. Very good. You have any instances where you were afraid to ask for like how to do something because you are in a power position? Hmm. Trying to think of something recently. Where I was scared to ask. No, but I, I mean, I, I've run into. What were you gonna say? No, I've had situations where I haven't asked for help. And yes, it's, no, no, it's there's definitely big time. There's definitely been been times. I'm trying to think of something, you know, relatable now. Um, mm. No, I, I mean, I, I think recently though, like I have been more like you, like like yourself. Like I really don't care if I sound stupid. Yeah, I just don't know. You know, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, but I kind of put that. I, I try to put that message forth now, and I, I feel like I'm, um, taking a, a different approach. You know, specifically, we're going to go through some, um, I think, f- financial hardships. You know, where where we work, um, and in the past, I have been nervous to relay that message to the staff because I wasn't confident in exactly what the impact and the financial impact would be. Um, so I hesitated on that. So I yeah. guess this is, that is a good example. Yeah. Um, whereas now, you know, we just held a, a pretty large staff meeting where I articulated verbatim, <laughs> verbatim, <laughs> um, really what the impact would look like. So I used to feel, I, I guess, yeah, I, I felt stupid because I had a lack of knowledge on a situation um, that would directly affect you know, the team that that's there. So that would be my example. Um, no, it's good. Yeah, good good ramble. My coffee's empty, man. So uh, And I'm freezing. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap this up and get to my favorite section? Dave's Dime of the Week. I'll give you a, a pre-dime here. <laughs> it's a good quote. You didn't dime me, though, I'm man. pre-diming. I'm not ready for oh, it. Right, right, you never step in the same river twice. Hold on. You got to say it again and put the camera on him, man. No, I wanted to. I want him to do that. I superimpose on your mouth. Yeah. yeah. You never step in the same river twice. Do you know what that means? No, you're just never the same person ever. Like when you st- when you step in a river, right? Mm-hmm. The water's moving through it. The river is oh, different the, every time, gotcha. right? So like life is like the river. Mm. So when you step in each moment, your past experiences, your future experiences, everything will change constantly. So you have to be able to learn and adapt. And when you walk in the river. Even if you're standing there, it's different every second. So you just got to kind of go with the flow. It's good, right? Mike's moment of I the think week. that's what they meant. That's good. Listen, I'm not even giving a dime after that one. That's fire. What? Yeah, I, you why know you give promise, a dime. Why give your mediocre it? dime after No, no, I think we're good. I think we're good on that. Listen, I'm feeling generous, though. So if you've made it this far, let's give away a hat. Oh my! Right? What? Do we have that listen. in the budget? Yeah, listen. If talk you've made the, it this far, talk to the finance send guy. us a DM. And say, I listened to the section where you're giving away a hat. I want that hat. And, and repeat the quote back to me. <laughs> yeah, repeat Mike's, Mike's dime back. Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like let, let's give a hat away, all right? So anybody who stayed this long, hit us up via DM. We'll take those people. We'll choose a random winner, and we'll send you a hat. Tomato, tomato. Right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Verbatim, verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> um, like no, so as always, Michael, let them know where to shop, please, my brother. No snooze shop.com. It's, ingra- it's literally ingrained in my brain. 
right. got to shop at the shop. <laughs> uh, guys, as always, we thank you. Uh, whether you listen to one episode now or 140, fun fact, I randomly listened to uh, episode 70 of the No Snooze podcast featuring CEO Beef Brody of Tactical Baby Gear. Shout out Great Beef. episode, though. What a really good episode. So if you're just searching for a random episode to, to sift through, go to episode 70 when uh, the boys went down to South Carolina to check out Tactical Baby Gear. Speaking of, can we get a tan filter on this thing? I know, I, look, I know. I bad. Here. Right? Listen, I look like a gray alien. I know. Don't worry. It's, it's coming soon. But uh, until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. I need to go hit this tanning bed, but I'm I need to go step in a river. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze.